Welcome to uh, Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Leisha Tobin. I'm hopped up on kombucha. I'm here with my co-ghost. Jessica Delisle. Yeah, Do you want me to say it. my own name? It's like, you say it every time. I know, Jessica Delisle. That's me. And we have a special guest today. Her name is Emma Cooper. She's a very talented comedian. Welcome, Emma. Thanks for having me. Is this Yay. the first time you've ever been on a podcast? No, I've been on Jacob Samuel's podcast. Oh, what was your topic? Do I watch too much porn? Oh boy! Okay. Yep. Is there was well, there a verdict? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll have to listen to find I out. Think, I think that we just started arguing about like regular porn versus feminist porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not not arguing, but I think who that's got where lost the, first? Oh, I think I got lost. I don't know. It was good. It was fun. Awesome. Um. So currently, you work with people. I work with humans. That's gross. <laughs> it's it's sweaty right now. It's it's the yeah, height of your summer. Your job is outside in the tourisms. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do I do walking tours. And it's pretty fun, which I know doesn't bode well for the <laughs> for the show. <laughs> no, it's uh, actually great. It sounds like a really great job. It's it's good. Like I I I picked it because it's like you fight for stage time in stand up comedy, and they're like, in a month you can do seven minutes, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and then like today, people are like, we'll pay you a bunch for six hours to tell stories, and they actually probably wanted to shop a little bit more. And I was like, so uh, want to hear about the loggers in uh, Gastown in the 1800s? Uh, those trees were pretty big, <laughs> you know. And they were like uh, John Fluvog, and I was like, all right. Cool. Do you do it in that voice, that NPR voice? <laughs> <laughs> I should. I think that you got to switch it up for different people to hold people's attention. So I probably should try that. I like. What it. is the average age of the tours you go on? Ooh, uh, most people try to bring their. If people try to bring their kids, they're quickly like, "Oh, they're going to talk a lot about drinking and prostitution in Gastown because that was the jam." <laughs> yeah, so that's it still so is, isn't it? Uh, the drinking part after trendy after a certain hour. Yeah. yeah, there's like a shift change. Yeah, and then it's like totally. the new lineup comes in and gas. Like all the there's little chihuahuas in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at, when it gets dark, all the families go inside, and then other things happen. Real life happens, and, and the condoms the police. get thrown on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Call the police. That's just what it's I'm up fun. to: throwing condoms out my window, <laughs> unused. Alicia, that's not how you recycle. <laughs> no, you're supposed to tie them to a tree. Really? Yeah, I used to walk home from school with my little brother, and grade three or four there would just be this one tree and there's like a condom tied like a used condom tied to it and we're like oh that was about we didn't have cable so that was about as cool as life was gonna get that was porn for you <laughs> yeah you just filled in the blanks totally like, oh i totally know how this Somebody works just now fuck this tree <laughs> but we came back a couple weeks after for two consecutive weeks there was like another condom tied right next to it so there was a string of three condoms that eventually just like dried that's oh, just really tree. really disturbing that's like nanaimo i'm from nanaimo guys Oh, I know man. a lot of people from Nanaimo. Preach I'm Nanaimo. gonna, I'm gonna Preach. yeah. Previous guest, Loren Smith. Yeah, we've got some great Queen of Nanaimo. Yeah, the Hard fairy. <laughs> she is a fairy. She's a fairy. Um, she actually is kind of like a spirit goddess. But uh, sorry, I have so many questions. So, is, is, do you think this was like a, a an intimidation thing, like outside of someone's window, or mm-hmm. is it like when you throw your shoes, old shoes, over the telephone wire? Or? Is it like when you really like someone you? 
steal a lock of their hair <laughs> and scrapbook it. I think they were drawing it up for scrapbooking purposes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like, pressing flowers. Yeah, I think that was even as a kid. It was more just like you zany folks. Like, I mean, who you have you ever tried? I mean, I can't even tie condoms up now when I use. Like, you know what I mean? And so someone had to do that around a tree, and you're like, no, that's it's a really weird thing to fun. do. But like growing up downtown Nanaimo, and that like it was this sort of like neighborhood community but it was also just like i used to pick blackberries in like the back uh, same the, tree the back alley no different <laughs> different good right. call smart kid but it was just like me and then there'd be the the prostitute that kind of lived behind us this is making me sound like i had way more like street cred than i do i went to french immersion and was a total wiener child but sounds that's not you you'll fit right in yeah that was just <laughs> the real thing but then like i would pick blackberries uh and this the, the prostitute who lived uh, behind us would just like be the only other adult who would go out and pick blackberries and then i would get out there more and like she Competi- ultimately competitive yeah we'd like go at it and she ultimately did you have taught a me to hustle. no we never really chatted it was just like i gotta kind of pick more blackberries because she's gonna take them she's gonna take them so it was uh you know <laughs> mean time in nanaimo on the streets yeah so now you were aware that this woman was a prostitute Vaguely, didn't really get how that worked. Okay, she was a saucy lass. Yeah. All right. Were you told not to speak to her? You just didn't speak to adults. I feel like this is like the beginning of like a great BBC show. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm like, this is this like such a great potential story there about this you living side by side with. It was this the woman. I bet apparently no. No, it was just it was just this kind of thing where like you like did your life and other people were doing their lives and those were just different lives that kind of. But no one was trying to control place. each other or fix it. Well, the, no, the neighborhood. <laughs> the neighborhood was like right. burr, burr, burr. there's a lot of that. Uh, I don't think like you know people in the neighborhood were like trying to not have that happen. And then we did the the thing where you put like. Condoms uh, on a tree. You put condoms on a tree to, to mark scare her away. We know. You're like, we know what, that's what it means. To. It means there's another prosy in the neighborhood. So, hey, this Watch is the line. Like, you can't get this jizz. This jizz is already <laughs> belongs to the tree. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather fuck this tree. <laughs> eh, I don't know. None of us would survive a minute on the street. I think that's what we're all learning here. I'm just trying to have sex with a tree and then I die. I seriously considered picking up three dead crows on the way over here because they felt so bad. I think that maybe they're out in the street and they're so hot they don't realize cars are coming because hmm. they all got smushed for sure. Different neighborhoods. I biked through a couple of different neighborhoods. What time are we day. at? Are we at like five minutes and Alicia's mentioned a dead animal and broken my heart? <laughs> Is that standard? It's, it's five minutes in then like... I feel like I'm personally responsible for this every episode but sometimes it is someone else that mentions a dead animal it has yeah, to be sometimes it's a guest yeah it's never jessica because jay has told me not to talk about dead animals because it makes him so sad when he's oh. editing he's sensitive he likes all animals which That's i mean nice thing. all we all do i'm sorry i'm really distracted by your toenails they're really beautiful alicia um it's a good pink is that a coral it's like a i don't know like a bubble gum Ooh, what about mine? <laughs> Our toes just kissed. Okay. Uh, so I had a question before we started recording. I know I want to get back to your job because it sounds really cool. But what is a utility kilt? <laughs> <laughs> you were both talking about it like and I've never heard those. And I think it's called together. a utility kilt or something. Oh, that you're, oh, you're in deeper than branded. No, someone co- recently corrected me. Uh, a utility kilt is a kilt that people wear because it is uh, a kilt that is stupid <laughs> okay no a simpler way to just describe it is just be like remember ska music 
Vaguely. Yeah. So is just, it checkered? No, no it it's just usually you black, gray or black. Thick kind of oilcloth canvas or something. Yeah. It's uh, ugly. That sounds like it wouldn't <laughs> lay right with the pleats. It lays just where it's supposed to, in the garbage. But- <laughs> So, okay, so the utility part, like, does it have, like, a spot for your hammer and your <laughs> your tape measure, or what, what makes it yeah, utilitarian? Yeah, I think it's, like, there's maybe a couple of pockets. Okay, so it's, like, cargo shorts, but a kilt. <laughs> I think the utility is more, like, you feel like you're utilizing all of your reserves of self-esteem to wear it out of the house every day. <laughs> I think that's okay, more. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, real tough. Man, I, I'm sad I missed out on this because I feel like... I feel like you've seen it, but you haven't seen it. Blocked it out. It's like when you know someone's a person, but you don't know <laughs> them as a spiritual being. You mean... Like, so you've seen the kilt, but you haven't seen the kilt. I haven't seen it. You've definitely seen the kilt. Would someone with dreads be wearing 100 percent oh. almost okay. exclusively yeah then i just, like i have my blinders on i see the dreads and i'm like look no further mm-hmm. <laughs> okay yep. thank yeah. you thank you for probably at least two people wore them to your high school prom no i went to a private school jk we didn't even have prom <laughs> you didn't have prom too erotic whoa <laughs> we had grad but no prom no like no dance or anything oh we had oh, a wow. formal dance we didn't have a prom and then we had a we gra- had a grad dinner yeah we had a grad dancing. dinner so you had a formal parents. dance which is a prom and they thought by not calling it prom less people would bone is that the well we grew up in quebec so boning 24 7 right uh, except for le me bon. le bon on va prendre un <laughs> I was gonna say true, but that's <laughs> uh, yeah. I well, there's like 39 of us in our grad class, so like, who would we dance with? We'd have to invite other grades. We'd have to invite other schools. I don't yeah. know. None of us wanted to dance with each other. Everyone was a perv. <laughs> that's fair. Strong, strong argument for no prom. Did you have a prom? Yep. With utility kilts. Uh, what I think. Okay, uh, someone I went to elementary school with wore an actual kilt. Okay. He was very cool. And so he totally he totally rocked it. Yeah, I think someone someone to our grad wore a traditional kilt. And all the moms were like, he's so handsome. And we're like, you can't, you're not going to make this happen on the last day. Like, we're not all going to fall in love with him. He dated someone whose formal wear for anything was a kilt. Hmm. How'd that go? Women love it. Yeah, but like women of a certain... Yeah, age or something. It was more know. so the the slightly older women yeah, for sure, and I the don't... older women. But it's really really hard to get a like two hundred and thirty pound extremely drunk man home from a wedding <laughs> who's also wearing a kilt. Wow, when it's a hundred and two <laughs> degrees outside in Montreal. Wow, that is this should is... be the opening line of your erotic <laughs> bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's not a hypothetical situation with the level of specificity. <laughs> it's, it wasn't, It's no. really hard to get a man. So, moving away from kilts, uh, how long have you been doing walking tours? I've been doing them for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're a pro. I, I like it a lot. I have a lot of fun. Although, I basically moved to Vancouver and started doing the tours a little rough off the start. <laughs> a little more BS right off the top. People would ask questions and they just like, most people kind of end up asking the same questions. So after yeah. three years, I look really smart, but it's only because people ask like, why is the gra- like the glass so green and all of the, the 
condos. And I still haven't looked that one up. I'm like, they're all made in the 90s. That was what was on sale. Yeah. I just tell people that. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's a great that's thing, a though. Perfect time to I can't wait till that gets back skills. to us. Yeah. I'm going to start asking people, do you know why the glass is so green? It reflects all our beautiful evergreen trees. Uh, <laughs> it's the most complimentary to our water landscape. Because all the architects here don't have any individuality and just copy everyone else. Have you heard that rumor about the <laughs> building <laughs> in the West End that's shaped like a hypodermic needle? I have not. Oh, it's because uh, the architect's boyfriend died of a drug overdose. Oh, that's really sad. So he dedicated the architecture of that building to him. <laughs> Why are we talking in these voices? No, no. You're listening to NPR. <laughs> You're listening to the most famous podcast in the world. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So uh, you love this job. I do. It's good. It sounds really cool. It's fun. It's a little, like, it gets a little tiring by the end of the summer. You're like, I just have sweated with people from all over the world for too long. And I do not <laughs> stay, say words. Uh, but my favorite is when people ask you, like, like they're going to get the insider thing. And, like, I do private tours. So it's, like, six hours with a family. And, like, by the end of it, you're like, you're, I'm, not, I'm, like, part of the will. Like, we're in it. <laughs> so you're like, I know your nickname for your kids and about your dogs. And, like, we're in it. Uh, and then people will be like, so, like, do you get really tired saying the same things over and over again? And I'm like, there's no way for me to answer that question, honestly, right now in this particular context. You know, like, you're not going to be like, yeah, no, this is the worst. But it could be part of it, too, by just saying no, you're still answering the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And they don't know that that's Ooh, part of it. You should say that yeah. every time someone asks that, be like, you know what? Every other tour I've done, yeah, it's the worst. But you something different about this family something special that's way better <laughs> you would kill it on tours <laughs> no i would just be like why are you this is where they let you me? eat a piece of raw dough if you are patient enough i oh. wish i'd love to do a tour of the best snacks oh so, the best doughy things you could go in the market and just be like i want dough from seagulls bagels all the dough <laughs> yeah. uh so my friend who i think i've talked about on the podcast before who's from montreal who has a beautiful young daughter named Paloma, went to a bagel place, or it was a, yeah, it was a bagel place, and they just gave the cute little girl some dough of her own to make her own bagel. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's my dream. Like, I want that to happen. Just walk in a place and they're like, here's some raw dough. And then I just run away. I'd be like, But yeah. for sure, if you went to like a, a bagel store, you could ask for some dough. Just to try. But you want it gifted like magically <laughs> no. to you. Yeah, I want them to just know. One time I was in a dough That involves a face tattoo. <laughs> Give me dough across the bridge or of your nose. Knuckle. Oh. Dough. Dough me. They think dough. You're, the, you're being robbed. Now. <laughs> Exclamation point. Uh, yeah, that's true. I did go to a place in Brooklyn one time called Best Pizza, I think. And my friend who's from there was bragging to the men making the pizza that I love I love to eat raw dough and I was like yes it's true can I have some raw dough and they're like yeah but only if you let us film you eating it and I was like nope not interested sorry ew that's something I do in private anyway private dough yeah that's fair and then talk about on the podcast so everyone can hear well that's different than having strangers film you eating dough yeah that's a different context entirely (laughs) So, Emma, do you like to eat raw dough? I do. I knew it. I knew it. I love you. Yeah. This is a safe space. I'm feeling good. I knew there was something special about you. (laughs) I would, I have no self restraint for that kind of stuff, too. So, it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, we can't have this around. Is it cookie dough specifically? 
I uh, cookie dough would be my go-to. I haven't really dipped into the whole world of just bread. bread. Yeah, so you're opening my eyes to like a new thing that I don't. There's something like I know I can never try cocaine because I would be obnoxious. Like I know that about <laughs> Everyone myself. Everyone is obnoxious. That's I know, the but like it, yeah. even just me, like the way I like if I drink a little bit too much, like I'll just challenge people to feats of strength. So I just you know, <laughs> cocaine's not going to be and just. The way I eat other normal things, I just feel bread dough would just be. That's a new thing, but it won't so, be. An, it will be a new thing that stays. Bread, bread dough, and cocaine. I think are going to be my no goes in life. Fair I enough, think yeah. just because I know once I start, that's some floodgates that I don't think I could close very easily. Like, wow, yeah, you thought this through. Yeah, I just need to like when you have no self restraint, you have to just sort of put a couple hard barriers down. Yeah, like Whoa. oh, I get yeah, it. Like the no, like I'm not going to go back on that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't even bring cookie dough in the house. That's fair. I see it in the store in those tubes, and I'm like, one, one just day, calling you. one day, my love, <laughs> we'll dance the deadly dance of dough. I am um, the same with maple syrup. I will drink it from a bottle. So I have a rule around that. I'm not allowed to take sips from a maple syrup bottle. Fair, fair, oh. real, real. Because I would, I used to do that all the time. You're yeah. so Canadian. You, you know? are. <laughs> the people on my tour today bought like, I would say like 120 bucks worth of maple syrup today. For but the did, listener, that's five milliliters. <laughs> yeah, the tourists. Like the tourists pay so much more for it too because they don't know where to get well, it. We do you take yeah. it to like a, a grocery store? Or do I just you? went to Granville Island because that's where we were on the, the yeah. thing. And then they could like have a bunch of different kinds and maple butter and stuff like that. <gasps> maple butter is the best. Yeah, oh, it's pretty so amazing. Good. I feel like it's not a thing in the USA. And I hope it never becomes a thing in the USA. Mostly our economy is Based stabilized on maple, maple butter. butter. It's, it's so the best good. food in the world. It's so good. It's da- that's a thing that was dangerous to have. When my friend uh, went went back home to Montreal, she brought me back some, and it's like put that on a baguette. Whew! You're like floating away. That's like that must be what heroin's like. You just like lose track of the next eight hours. I can't have it. Like I will eat it, and I don't put it on anything. It does not get mixed into anything. It's spoon only. <laughs> Spoon only. You're like a bear. You put your paw in and just lick it. And sometimes I get like maple sugar when I'm home. And uh, because I don't eat a lot of sugar, I had portioned it out and I just sprinkle it on whipped cream and only when people come over or pancakes when people come over. You, and then you wear it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <The> bikini. <laughs> now, this is a good job, but I'm assuming in your history as a, a working adult or child, uh, that you maybe have some nightmares tucked away. Yeah. I see that you brought a list too, which is great. Uh, I brought a list because sometimes you got to, because uh, uh, don't smoke too much marijuana, but I do smoke some of the marijuanas. And <laughs> hey, sometimes- you should try some maple butter next time you do that. <laughs> oh my God. Great combo. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're super high and you had a jar, like a full size jar of maple butter, not the like the tourist size jar, but the kind that you get in the market, like just walking down the street. Yeah, I've done it. It's it's the best. That's what I'm talking about losing the next eight hours. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I get it. You do feel so crazy. There's so much sugar. It's like, but it's like every part of the sugar like connects to a part of your brain that is just like screaming yes, but in like a beautiful harmony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maple sugar is definitely a drug. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we keep getting a little bit <laughs> no. off track. Uh, yeah, bad jobs. I, I like 
I played sports growing up, and so I was like Which very. Ones? I played basketball. I am six one on the roster and six foot three quarters of an inch in real life. Oh and wow, so that's I'm, tall. I'm stretched out, and so I was. You also like, stretched sports. out like quite evenly. Like you've got very long legs, like a long body and long arms. Good. Yeah, my nickname in high school was Daddy Long Arms, which was pretty cool. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it worked out. In yeah, I was real. Like I was like such a serious kid, and like always played sports and had like activities programmed all growing up. Like I was just like keep achieving, and then you pick blackberries. No eye contact with the prostitute. <laughs> no, to win at this. Don't let her win. To see if the condoms have rotten yet. <laughs> Competitive blackberry picking. <laughs> Number one. Yeah, Vancouver so Island. Hard to win in Nanaimo. Fair. With those arms, I bet you really did outpick her. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> just really elbowing like, her, blocking her the whole time. My, I'm mostly elbows. I'm actually about ninety seven percent elbows, and they're so. sharp. So yeah, and then I would go into like when I like realized that I had to work, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, I've just really been achieving. I'm sure I'll just go get a great job. And it's like, oh, service industry, of course. Like that's you're still that's you're, the option. Yeah, you're like not. I actually coached a couple of years of canoe kayak, which I didn't actually know how to do. I just learned. Did you just use your arms? <laughs> <laughs> just yes. Wait, <laughs> that would have been said, faster. You said canoe kayak, but that's just two boats. That's like sprint, like the sprinting canoe kayak kind of thing. You know how like people row and is then it in a canoe or a kayak? But like you, like the club would like have both. So you is it like because they couldn't both. afford all of one? Yeah, kayak. The rowers have all of the money. <laughs> what would you choose, canoe or kayak? Mm-hmm. Canoe, I'm like Seems yeah. yeah, feels more. Uh, feels more Canadian also. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Keanu Reeves sounds like canoe. So Strong <laughs> concept. <laughs> <laughs> My friend calls him canoe, like lovingly. She's uh-huh. the one who's competing with Alicia for his hand in marriage. It's tough. Money's on Alicia. Yeah. She just gave me a look and I was like, oh, I know who's winning this. Yeah. She's got a plan. <laughs> My plan would be two pure souls meet each other and know right away that they're meant to be together. And it was just like all of a sudden, it's like, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to kiss Keanu right now. Yeah. I don't want to wait to put his body inside mine. Only if he's pure. No, okay, it would totally be like, I don't want to wait to touch Keanu's boner. Oh, yeah, just the idea of it. But I'd probably do something really crazy, like spring it back a little bit and giggle and be like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, but like, if he we're having have... wiener time, don't go. No, he'd be like, he's going to have Excellent. a great sense of humor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he'd have a great sense of humor. Keanu, when Keanu comes, he just goes, Excellent. <laughs> or he goes, Whoa. <laughs> you get a highlight reel of There's all of your no favorite Keanu moments, that, and that's that what you date. That. No, he's never done that before. I bet he would make like a crazy noise, like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's this movie. That's usually the noise make. There's this make movie. When they make okay, I feel so bad about how we're talking about Keanu right now, but there's this amazing movie called River's Edge, and he's in it, and he's just a teenager, and Ioni Sky is his love interest in it. Spoiler alert. And they do it in a park in a sleeping bag and it's like multiple things are happening like in other scenes and it's intricate and then like they finish and he's just like uh, uh, 
uh, uh. (laughs) And he's got that long 90s hair and he's just sort of like, uh, and he's wearing a tie-dye shirt that's a little too short. It's amazing. (laughs) It's like, oh no, we all need to watch this movie immediately. But I'm so sorry that I went on this tangent. I want to hear about your job. (laughs) This happens once in in a while. That's in my brain. No, it's good. (laughs) I I worked at Mexicali Rosa's in Halifax. Yes. Yes. How did you get all the way out to Halifax? I moved there for school because I played basketball because I was achieving and um, <laughs> and I was like I couldn't make any teams in BC because everyone's giant out here but I am giant in the east coast yeah. true yeah. fact I'm taller plus smoking keeps them small yeah mm-hmm. and uh, cold winters and cold Cana- winters <laughs> Canadianism yeah. yep Canadianism not at all people true lots of drinking mm-hmm. uh, and also there, there's four universities in one city like kind of dilutes the basketball talent super helpful so yeah. be, okay. be right there yep I'll be there uh, I went to Dalhousie and then I was like oh gotta get a job so I worked my another coach from a different school was like God, help get me a job and the, the best part of Halifax is you gotta like like leverage in and know a guy to get like a service industry job wow. like it's it's like very you gotta know people yeah um and so I worked at uh, I worked as a server in this very bad and we don't have Mexicali roses out here I don't think if we had them in Montreal Ooh, just the most mediocre uh, Mexican food white yeah. person Mexican just, food oh just, ooh, just no that's the restaurant that does the fried ice cream though right yeah so right there in a lot of that uh, skyrockets to the top of Mexican cuisine for me yeah. Just, uh, just vanilla it's ice, ice cream, cream wrapped in dough, then thrown in a deep fryer. I've had it before. Cornflakes. It, we it, did cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. It's, and cinnamon. It isn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know. Sorry. Also fair. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I started serving there, and I was not good at serving because I was trying to achieve. And you just need to survive in the service industry. But I was always like, I'm gonna do, and it was just like, no, it's just a shit show. It's like not that well managed and margarita mondays are messy because there's only students in halifax and everyone drinks a lot how much Um, is a margarita on mondays oh that's the kind of information i wouldn't have even remembered at the time (laughs) (laughs) all right let's just guess there are three dollars move on you're like it's some dollars yeah you'll see when you get the bill seemed extravagant because at the time there was a place called the dome that had dollar drinks on sundays which is just a messy messy time in everyone's life everyone's very generous on dollars dollar drink day you're like i'll just buy around you're like that was four (laughs) dollars that's so magical it's a real place halifax is so good but everyone moves away from there because you need a job that's not mexicano roses at some point (laughs) that's a good point you're making yeah was there any one thing that stuck out at Mexicali Roses? I wasn't getting enough shifts. So then I was like, I'll be all hustle. I'll work in the kitchen also. And they were like, no, you won't. You don't seem very competent. And I was like, true, but I'll keep asking <laughs> with optimistic <laughs> eyes. And at a certain point, they're like, yeah, we have high turnover. And so then I worked in the kitchen and uh, I was the kind of person who in a kitchen was like, "Where, guys, where's the lettuce? Where, where's the... <laughs> It's right there. Where's the lettuce? Like, I couldn't find anything. I was super slow. Had no... And then there was always, like, just, like, there was nice people, but there's also, like, people with, like, rage issues throwing knives. Yeah, and, criminal like, records. Just, you know, like, and just occasionally, mostly fine. Uh, just... And, yes. But I was like, I'm working the dishwasher. Like, I feel so competent. But it, and I, like, Competence and achieving. Yeah. yeah. I never mentioned how low the bar was for my achievements. <laughs> That's great, though. Picked more blackberries than a prostitute. That must and be- uh, worked the dishwasher <laughs> at a Mexican roses. a prostitute. Spotted some yeah. uh, condoms. Yeah. Identified how many there yeah, were. Three. Three. Watched them decompose. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> Scrapbooked. Uh, yeah. So then I went to go get my paycheck and I was working tons of hours in both and they were like oh no there's no overtime because it's two different jobs what? and they were like 
and then you know when you're just young and you're like i don't have yo you got me like no no more <laughs> Didn't fight <think> about that <laughs> you got me <laughs> then you just work a lot for no no money uh so that was that was that that's bullshit yeah that's that's the opposite of fresh dough <laughs> <laughs> But also, like, I didn't, I was a, I was a pain in the ass at that point, because I would have been, like, I think 20, and uh, I would have been, like, binge drinking, but also thinking of myself as, like, a real goody two-shoes high achiever, yes. so really having, like, a real <laughs> a cognitive gap, uh, so I would have been, like, binge drinking after work, blackout, like, and then just showing up the next day and being like, wow, what did I do? And you- did you shower? In between those things? Yeah. No, I did. So it wasn't the worst. I don't know. You've That's how you wake yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> this is the shower. True. You, I worked that, with people that didn't shower. Oof. Like they'd be out all night drinking and then Ooh. show up at work and just smell like... Barf? Craziest smell. I maybe did that a couple times. Yeah. I mean, you had to get to work on time, right? <laughs> yeah. I once fell asleep at work because I was still drunk when yes. I was 20. Perfect. Yeah. Classic. It's yeah. uh, it's classic. 20 or 40. Who knows? Living the dream. <laughs> time flies. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's good. Getting screwed money-wise is a thing that uh, does happen less and less as you get older, which is good. Yeah, because your your bullshit detector yeah. appears yeah. after you've been screwed over a few times and you're like, wait a minute, I've read the, the employee, the playbook. like the employee, employer, whatever it's called. Whatever. We the read the equivalent of the Tenancy Act yeah, for this thing Yeah, I wanted that we're to call it the here. Tenancy Act, but it was like the Employer Tenancy <laughs> the, Act. The nice things you're supposed to do yeah, legally Yeah, which no think. one ever does. Yeah. I was I was at the level of being naive where I was like, but why would someone cheat? Because money, you dumb. Like, <laughs> come on. But almost so, no money. Yeah. yeah. The difference between you eating a meal that week and not eating a meal yeah but that's a crazy thing about well and like yeah and you work in a kitchen and they'll be like i think we might have got a free meal there but then you wouldn't get one if you were like serving or whatever like it's it's just like all that you i mean you guys weird politics yeah but then I work, if you work for small businesses, though, it's so crazy because I would be the person that would get like so emotional. Like I worked at a, next summer I worked at a hostel and it was like a cafe and then also a hostel. So then you were like, and it was super, like the lady who ran it was cool. She was awesome. But you would be like cooking uh, pesto with sun-dried tomatoes and like getting scones out, making coffee and then taking bookings in a paper and pencil reservation system where things were crossed out. And then more people would show up than you had beds for and you would take them back to your house and just make them sleep there so they would have somewhere to like it was wow. just the craziest oh yes <laughs> but no that's like true true halifax spirit of totally like, hey i've got eight extra rooms you know what <laughs> yeah. come on by <laughs> i live that's in a nice. giant beautiful house yeah. it has bay windows all the houses are like great they're pretty nice they're so great and they're like hey this is just the main floor. We've got an upstairs and a basement. And you're like, what? <laughs> Everyone's from Vancouver is like, what's a basement? Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole suite. Basamente? <laughs> do you mean garden suite? Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? You know what? I'm going to fucking switch it up. All right. Episode 61. Boom. Yeah. Going to give you a retail Boom. dream. All yes. right. It wasn't actually retail. I just had such a good time with my boss today that I felt like I needed to document it. Sure. I was driving because uh, his car is in the shop right now. And so we had to go out to North Van. And then there was some sort of sewer problem near one of the bridges. So Wasn't it was me. <laughs> oh, whoever dealt it. 
Smelt it. Smelt <laughs> it. Anyway, uh, so there was like a sewer problem. So one of the bridges was closed. So when we were coming back, there was double traffic and it took us like an hour and a half to get home. And my boss is a septuagenarian. Mm-hmm. So he's like he's a snake. He's, <laughs> he's a serpent. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I think he's like 45 years older than me. Okay. But we get along so well because we just, we respect each other. I feel like that's so rare in a boss. And so the CD that I had in the stereo finished and I was like, well, I've got this iPod I could put on. And so I gave it to him and he was in charge of the iPod and he just put it on shuffle. And then I got to describe to him what all the songs were because he was like, yes. what's this aerial pink guy and i'm like oh he's like a weird gremlin man and everything he records sounds like it's underwater one time he came to one of our shows and like he just kept picking wedgies the whole time <laughs> and he's like cool <laughs> he'd listen to that and the next thing would come on picking wedgies. and he'd be like what's dub and i'd be like it's like reggae <laughs> it's so cute that's awesome anyway yeah i had a really bad retail experience this week and so i can't even talk about it it's so bad uh but so this was such like a breath of fresh air that i was like this just needs to be talked about it's so great like sitting in horrible bumper to bumper traffic for an hour and a half should be the worst in the heat of the summer but i was like this could go on all day and i wouldn't even care that's nice. He so already great. gets mad points for knowing how to work an iPod. I know. And he's in I'm his 70s. Killing it. He's so cool. He's yeah. like in his, he's like a Robert Redford type. He's like, oh, you're still really cool. He does like yoga and stuff. He's so cool. <laughs> that is cool. Especially is when cool. you're like 75. That's how old he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a cool dude. Cool? Cool. Boss bro. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know this goes against the spirit of a nightmare. <laughs> I was just like. What a no, good it's day. It ha- it's so rare, too, that I feel like it needs to be documented. It's nice. I was having that panic, though, for this, where I was, like, reflecting and, like, thinking about all my work history. And then I was like, everything's been good. It felt horrible at the time, but I can't complain. I have so much privilege. And it's, like, true. <laughs> I just was like, ah. Yeah. There's nothing really to, like. You can pack up you know. your shit and go, Emma. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be too positive. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> like, that's the spirit of the podcast really is to... To laugh at these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so it's... Shine yeah. some light on some dark places. The but main for the most part, we're pretty happy. Is also, yeah, we're both away from it now. So mm-hmm. it's a retrospect sort of thing. Yeah. Like if you had previous trauma that you didn't get to vent, this is a place for you. Also, if you just want to pick apart like minutia of like, what was I doing when I was 22? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm still doing. <laughs> what about you, Alicia? What's your retail nightmare? I remembered this when I was leaving the house. I used to work at the Chameleon Vert in Montreal, and it was a store that sold furniture and plants, and it also had a florist section. So we did bouquets for people, and there's contracts every week. Uh, businesses would get a bouquet. They'd have like a flat rate, and there's this one place. It was Alliance Films. They had a really big office in Montreal, and... We had a contract with them to keep all of their plants healthy. So we'd go in every week and water all of their plants, Whoa. trim them. It was it, I did like that part of the job. The part of the job I did not like very much was having to do the bouquets because their budget was $25, which is not a lot for a bouquet. Um, it's like one flower and one leaf. Yeah. And it's actually sometimes protein. they would get like something very expensive, like a protea, like a king protea, which is a $20 flower with greens would be 
And they always got more than $25 worth because you valued the contract and you always give them something nice and you're not making the same amount of money because you're getting the money all the time. But what would happen was we'd put a ton of thought into the bouquet, try and make it look as full as possible because $25 is not a huge bouquet. A huge bouquet is like $100, mm-hmm. uh, which would be more appropriate for the space that they had. Um, so we get it there and the receptionist would either say nothing or say, thank you. And then we get back to our store, which was not that far away. And then we get a phone call asking for us to come back and take the bouquet. They didn't like it and they wanted a new one. <laughs> but we could have just been like right there in the moment. Like, is this satisfactory to you? Yeah. Oh, man. That's nuts. That's, it was just so annoying. And you can't just say no to the contracts like that because yeah. it's not just that bouquet. It's like everything that's in the in the mm-hmm. office and that relationship. But it would just be like someone like, I don't really like irises. Why not? They're fucking cool and they look like alien dicks. And don't they smell like great pop? Great pop? I don't pop? think so. <laughs> no? Okay, that's my level of flower knowledge. But I will check the what next time. What are the time. ones that smell like great pop? I, I thought don't know. it was irises. If they might. I often have Do allergies. Do you love great pop? <laughs> Mostly I love being able to smell anything at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've had a year like, like that myself. I'm getting something. So this is great. I went through two travel size packs of kleenexes in two days so boss I, I <laughs> boss it's great especially in front of strangers <laughs> so yeah emma yeah. i know you've had some other other nightmares always anything else you wanted to share i used to work at a family restaurant like a greek restaurant Bing. so fun family restaurants they're uh and like if you're working for a family restaurant they're already like we already took all the risks. We've got our whole retirement in this fucker. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and this is like a real balls out family. And they were like, they were, and there was, and there was like the, the parents who had started the restaurant and then the, the, like the son who was like doing a, doing a job, good job running it. But he was just kind of like, oh. like, so he was like managing you, but also kind of like trying to keep the parents back with a stick from going like, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, so you just got But also I remember like I showed up to this in like, I don't know, I was 20, 20, oh, maybe it was 23 at this one, 24. Oh. Anyway, I like showed up and he just so nicely was just like, okay, so you're going to be hired. Uh, by the way, you can uh, you can wear a shirt that's not that low cut next time. Uh, family <laughs> restaurant. See you next time. And I was like, okay, you're a good person. <laughs> that's so nice. I, like I didn't know because you know when you're like in your early twenties, you're like, I keep getting rewarded for this, so I guess yeah, like, this is how people dress. This is how, this is how you get an interview at a restaurant when you're like, short. The though, Club. you can't do that because <laughs> everyone can see all the way down to your belly button. Oh, no. As a tall person, that's a privilege you have. Hashtag privilege. I didn't even fucking know I had. <laughs> I knew I had all that like reaching the top shelf cookie situation oh. privilege and I didn't know I had the lack of visibility cleavage <laughs> privilege. Do you think it's mean That's to put serious. things on higher shelves and people can reach? I don't. <laughs> Uh, if there's a good step stool, maybe, maybe yeah. that's fair play. I, I like feeling useful because I have to live with tall jokes all the time. So I better be able to like fetch a thing for you. Do people often helpful. mention that when you're working in customer service that you're tall. Yeah, or if you like mention like basketball, they're like, "Oh, we knew, we knew!" Like they're yeah. like really putting it all together. Yeah, <laughs> like got you all figured out, kind of thing. You did have your basketball underneath your arm, though, also, the whole time, <laughs> just, just <laughs> posing like I'm on the and cover of White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> 
totally. So when I when I left this restaurant job, uh, I was scared to leave, and I had a like a really good personal reason to leave. Like I had a family member who was ill, yeah. and it was just getting to the point where I was like, "Hey, not that great at it." Like we'd have a busy day, and I'd be like, "Eggs are all basically the same. Everyone's getting them." <laughs> uh, like it was like I was not the best at my job, and there'd be like regulars, and they would never get the right, and it was just not good. So anyway. I'm quitting. I thought they'd be relieved. Uh, and uh, so I like was so scared, had this like had to leave personal reason, go in and I was like, go to tell the, the, the son. And he was like, okay, that's fine. That sucks. We have to train someone. Uh, but he was fine. And then I was like, oh, I left. And I was so thankful I didn't have to tell the parents. And then I was like, Emma, you got to win at your values and you got to go thank these people for giving you a job like you like this is their family you have to go make it, was, it weird yeah i had to go make it weird <laughs> yeah got to yeah. for whatever movie reason and so i turn around because you are the good person oh but it's not smart it's no, no one actually like you gotta oh so anyway, turned around so i left and then i was like turn around go back and he had already told them so now i'm coming back and now they've heard that i am not like a loyal and he kept them away from you with a stick he kept them away with like a fucking stick they were just like just yelling <laughs> partially in Greek and it was like beautiful and I was like oh and he's kind of laughing he's like like in the way that someone who like knows they have like a hold on the dog yeah like the dog's not gonna get you and they're like okay but they're yeah. gonna let it go just a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah and I was like eh, okay cool not what I was gonna picture. was there anything particular that they said I don't uh I Do don't remember Greek? no I don't speak Greek I think it would have been like remember that one time you broke a dish and we didn't make you pay for it Fuck that. <laughs> Probably. But they break dishes all the time at Greek restaurants. True. But um, not during breakfast. <laughs> not, not with the eggs. Not before it's served. Greek eggs. Yep. That's no. awesome. Never thought about eggs and Greek. Well, it was like a breakfast place, but also like Greek food. Oh, okay. Like massive menu of like things I was never going to come close to remembering and like getting correct. It was That's not. something that happens at family restaurants over time. It looks like the menu just gets bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. God and Greek damn. restaurants will also do Italian food a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. For for days. You're like, yeah. did you need 200 things? Because everyone's getting souvlaki. <laughs> 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 or the whatever eggs I bring them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love it. And the... Well, I love shows where, like, restaurant makeover shows where they go in and they're like, okay, we're just going to simplify your menu and update your decor and deal with some of your financial issues and we'll be back to check in on you. And, like, nine times out of ten, it's like that type of family restaurant that added back all the weird shit to the menu. (laughs) But people liked it. One guy likes it. Yeah. (laughs) And he's been coming here for a long time. And you're like, that's fair. That is how I would run a bit. Like, if you let me start a business, I am going to be that person. Oh, man. I'd I have will. like five things. And oh. every day there'd be one special. That would be smarter. Your business is going to do better than my business. <laughs> and we would have eggs. So many eggs. That's the only thing I can for cook. Dinner. Breakfast for dinner. Eggos. It would be oh. called Eggos. It would be Greek. Yeah. Eggos. Eggos. The god of eggs. <laughs> and maple syrup. So now we're going to do worst present from a family member. Dooby doo. <laughs> yes. There it is. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Emma, would you like to go first? Yes, sure. I have so much privilege. I can't remember the bad ones. <laughs> oh. 
It's just like, I was such a picky kid and I was this like kid who like was like probably didn't have the language to think they were an artist, but was just like had that like aesthetic, like it's not right. Now I'm just finicky about it. Like yeah. that was me. I feel like you guys are vibing on that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure I got lots of stuff where I was like, it's the wrong shade of pink or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It could have been that weird funky raspberry color. Should have been so dusty much. rose. <laughs> Such a popular yeah, choice in the not- 90s. The cool pink color that the girls at school who might talk to me one day wear. Yeah. Right? (laughs) So then I realized, like, most of the dumb stuff that I got was like, that was shitty. It was like, I asked for that. Like, all of the the gifts (laughs) in retrospect, I'm like, that was stupid. I asked for it. And all of the things I was probably at the time, like, ugh, are like these thoughtful, like, my, you know, like my grandmother gave me this, like, leather cord with this, like, beautiful rock on it, you know? And I'm like, well, that's gorgeous. Like, you know, like, (laughs) but the culmination of all of the, like, gifts that I got uh, when I would wear them at once and, like, in grade four was pretty bad because we went to Disneyland and I was like, I was a real, uh, like 90, uh, this would have been 94. I kind of thought like boy style was the style because the boys were cool and I wanted to be one. So I was like baggy clothes. Yes. But also yeah. grade and 94 four people. Yeah. You could do that. Way, way, it was way more androgynous. Like yeah. clothes yeah. were very similar. Grunge, grunge is sort of unisex. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. But yeah. it wasn't like I was rocking out to Nirvana, really, in grade four. <laughs> like, I was still, I was the, like the last kid on the the Weird Al train. So if he did, the, like, whenever remix, I was, like, on board with. But So I was just like, okay, I'm going to get this giant, like, so I got this gift. It was, like, giant Brer Bear t-shirt from Disneyland. Dope. Super cool. Log writing on the back. Says nice. Brer Bear. The one face that's, like, the whole t-shirt also. Oh, like, just so, so big. Very intense. Can't tuck that in. That's going to fuck up the whole thing. <laughs> or, like, if it's wrinkled. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like again. a demon. <laughs> yeah. So I would rock that. Uh, then I got some sweet t-shirt ties, three of them, all pastel colors. And then I would put the t-shirt tie sometimes in the giant Brer Bear t-shirt. That was like kind of a masculine situation. Uh, and then I would wear a leopard print sheer long scarf. <gasps> that was amazing. Yeah. Like, a, But like not like... You're like Johnny Depp, but as a kid. <laughs> yeah. But then it goes... Or uh, <laughs> Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, like, it continued because then I got like sweet sunglasses as a gift, but they were like interchangeable lenses. So one was yellow <gasps> and one was red and then there was blue and it was like very natural board I killers. I love kids like you. Are you sure you uh, weren't on acid? Like, <laughs> I wish. Your parents were like putting it in your milk. <laughs> Like this might make more sense <laughs> and then top it off with a blossom hat for sure yeah like classic. oh just and so it's like get everything you want but no one should have let you put it all together oh, they should have that's <laughs> so <did>. great <laughs> i think more parents should allow kids to dress themselves like that because it's always so delightful when you see a five-year-old and you're like you're wearing every color that exists including some that are just sparkle like, that's great <laughs> yeah. i love it you the color sparkle that's that's i mean yeah. I'm kind of jealous of your childhood. A oh, bit. it was, I no, no, no complaints. Do you have a photo of this outfit? It would like, it would be an actual photo in my parents' house. Yeah. 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 Well, we would like you. You don't carry that around. I'll swim over to Nanaimo. We'll put it on the Facebook page. <laughs> right. Jump on the queen Gotta of Nanaimo. Yeah. Wow. Alicia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a memory. It's very intense. When I turned five, I believe, maybe six, my parents... Uh, my brother and I were on Prince Edward Island and we were having a vacation there. So all of my presents were brought over, sn- snuck over from Quebec to this vacation place. And the this is kind of reverse, smuggle. reverse thing. I got the best presents ever. 
I got a soap on a rope. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's what we got no, my dad every year. So I got a soap on a rope, and on one side it was a kitten, and the other side it was a cocker spaniel. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it was that's huge. I was so excited. I remember being so excited about how many showers I'd have with my soap on a rope. And I got a school lunch bag. Like, it was actually a school knapsack. It was made out of really good quality thick leather. And the back was shaped like a cat. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't colored like a cat. It was just like in muted, muted leather tones because it would have been the very early 80s. And the eyes were the buckles. And the buckles oh, were reflectors. Whoa. Sweet. That sounds like maybe the pin. Like that sounds like the kind of thing that people are designing now and feeling yeah. pretty good about themselves. In the eighties, I feel so, like that might have been the pinnacle. It was so beautiful, and my parents, who did not have a lot of money, probably spent a lot of money on that. Those those gifts sound like something a child would come up with in a dream, and then yeah. cry about so much when they woke up and they didn't have them, <laughs> and then their parents are like, "What's wrong?" And you're like, "The the, the backpack and the, the cat," and they'd be like, "I don't, I can't help you, honey. Like, what's wrong?" And you just be like, "You hate me." Well, you've kind of told the end of the story. <laughs> oh no! Because we packed up and we left and drove the hundreds and hundreds of miles home without packing. The two best birthday presents I've ever received. And I was so sad that I'm sure for the at least two years I would ask my mom, Do you remember the soap on a rope? One side was a kitten, the other side was a cocker spaniel. Oh my god. And then they tried to find the the bag, the book bag. Uh and they weren't able to find one (laughs) like it. And my whole life, I've just thought about that book bag and that soap on a rope. Aww. They're the oh, most no. perfect gifts. You know that some listener who's like an amazing leather artisan is going to craft you one now and some like artisanal soap maker is like... <laughs> I have- thinking about it now, I could tear up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I thought that was the end of the story, so I'm... I'm really sad now, too. Yeah, we were hoping for another reverse. Like, I think oh, in those nice days, one. for some reason, my mom had to leave a little bit early. And this is another memory I have. My brother, so my dad had to take care of us on his own for a couple of days. And my dad was is not. Uh, he was definitely like the breadwinner. And he knew how to make some foods. But I remember going to the grocery store with him. And he let us buy roast chicken flavored potato chips from Hostess. What? And... I also remember that there was no birthday cakes, so we got chocolate mint brownies for my birthday, which were perfect. That sounds really good. Um, so there's maybe a chance, too, that just in sort of packing up, he was probably like, Alicia, did you pack all your stuff? And I was like, yeah, because I have a parent that normally packs all of my stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, mom did it. But mom was already like back in Quebec. I don't know how we missed missed it. But I remember, I remember in the room where I left them and everything in that cottage. Oh, no. Oh, they're no. still there today. It's probably in some amazing thrift store there. Oh, which reminds me of a ghost story. Oh. Segwayed nicely into that. So that summer, my brother like, and I, we were there for two weeks. Um, we would explore and we were allowed to just be out on our own all the time. And there was cows in the field besides, which was great. I didn't understand what hamburger was at the time. <laughs> uh, it was explained to me that summer. Still didn't quite get it. Would not eat lobster, though, because it would just been in a bucket alive and we were playing with it. So there was a potential there to be a more compassionate kid. But I overlooked it. You got there. Um, so there was a house on the edge of the cliff down to the beach that had been abandoned whoa and my brother was super brave and we went in and it was so scary inside like there's ratty curtains blowing in the sea breeze and like 
old mattress on an old iron bed and discarded items from a previous life. So scary. I I was so scared after we went inside that house that I didn't sleep the rest of the vacation. Wow. I want to watch a movie of your summer vacation. (laughs) That's like so good. And then like the gifts that like, yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the end. Yeah. It's like, and Daniel Stern comes over top and narrates it. And like, that's when I learned that when I was an idiot, the true gift, <laughs> the true gift was the love of a family <laughs> credits. I'm like, fuck you. Um, do you want me to read some from the internet? Sure. We had a lot of submissions. This one really upset me. It's from Becca Dre. My grandmother gave me a bag of disgusting, but fat free circus peanuts while giving my thinner cousins candy bars. Hmm. So much body shaming in these these gifts. You should like excommunicate a family member if they do that to you. This one was a good one. Uh, Lizzie KV. Box of generic brand cereal. (laughs) And I was like, and she wrote back, maybe not the worst, but I did eat it. But the weirdest. (laughs) And that's a weird gift. Yeah, at least bring for some Lucky Charms. Make a statement. Aaron Ardeal, a creepy Pocahontas porcelain doll from an aunt and uncle. I was 16. (laughs) Oh, awful. Like the Disney or like just a racist, like First Nation? I'm guessing like it would be crossing that line. Uh, Well, there's not a picture of half and half. Yeah. (laughs) There's no like, oh, the on point historical reference that Disney made. This one's great. Alex Corey. Uh, from Twitter, an electric razor when I was about nine. <laughs> and sure about what beards even were. Absolutely no hair for years after. <laughs> One just super on point, plan ahead kind of like parent is just like, wow, this is great. It's like, hey, you don't want puberty to sneak up on you. You got to be prepared. <laughs> these are these are definitely going to increase in value in the future. Let's get in on the ground floor of electric razors. Um. <laughs> This one, I'm not sure that I agree is the bad gift, but I can see. Uh, an ex-boyfriend bought me an ice cream scoop for Christmas. I mean, if, not great. And then uh, Holly points out, no ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah. You really kind of have to make the whole package. Yeah, it's like happen. I noticed you eat a lot of ice cream. This will make it faster. That's a real Seinfeld plot. <laughs> like <it's totally laughs> scoop? Really? <laughs> but no ice cream? <laughs> um. From Erica Jav, I feel bad for a slagging mom. Best Christmas gift ever. Student days, calendar with $5 taped in each month. So I get by Cheese Whiz. Smart. Wow. Patrick McDonald. Smart. A book titled You on a Diet. I believe that's written by Dr. Oz. Hmm. I can be wrong. Good person. And from my mother-in-law, a microwave-sized pizza stone. So the same man <laughs> received those two conflicting messages. Whoa. And then this one also made me mad. Uh, Genial black man, uh, Trey Kulex. I feel like we must know him in real life because uh, he tweets at us a lot. I got sent a bath, bath towel, a set of bath towels from my stepmother and dad. That's my favorite gift. Um, okay. That is very relevant to my worst present ever. Perfect. And then Maddie, who's a comedian in town. Uh, my brother got... a. Got me a 32-inch Ninja Turtle action figure with lights and sounds. Last year, he's 31. Okay. I was like, and then I was someone for the other trolled to him. I was like, don't act like that's not cool as shit. <laughs> 32 <laughs> inches, though? Where do you put that? I don't know. 
Um, That's a family member. And then he wrote back, I forgot to mention that it was for ages three to 10. So not like a cool collectible, but more like a child's toy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so Jessica, do you have any? Well, my birthday's next week. And my mom came over yesterday uh, and was trying to get out of me what I wanted for my birthday. And I... And you're like, dough. I just want dough. I have not had a, a proper answer for that question since I became an adult because I just... I If I want something, I'll buy it because I'm an adult. Also, all the things I want are like dumb thrift store things. Uh, so she was like, what about some new towels? And I was like, I literally have more towels you can donate your old ones to the SPCA. But mine aren't bad. Like, she's like, don't they get threadbare? And I was like, they literally have not lost a single thread. <laughs> and she was like, well, I guess mine just because I know she gets new ones all the time because she always gives me her old ones, which I'm like, these are perfectly fine. But then she told me the reason, this is the real worst present, the reason why hers get threadbare so fast is because she says she washes them every other day. Oh. And I was like, Why? She had no answer. She's like, because I can. And then she was just like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just, there's so many problems How here. Many I don't know. What she using? I don't know. I don't know. I think she became OCD at one point and I just noticed. So that's the worst present is learning that your mom washes her towels every other day. Like, that's how she's spending her retirement. It's just like, oh, there's no laundry. Better make some. Like, <laughs> she's just like, wetting a towel and then immediately throwing it in the washer yeah so weird it's like a hotel yeah i like it but i don't ever (laughs) i'm not if even if i stay at a hotel for a week i'm never like i need new towels because i'm like you gave us 10 towels that's yeah that's enough i usually use at least one towel to mop up all the water i somehow to manage to get all over the sink hotels are different yeah they give you one for that the garbage towel (laughs) (laughs) yeah They've started doing this thing now in some hotels that I've noticed. <laughs> it's mostly motels, which I really like, where they'll have a sort of shitty looking towel and a Ziploc bag, and they'll say, this is the rag. What? And they're like, if you're going to clean your shoes or like polish your car with one of our towels, use the rag. <laughs> polish your car. Yeah. So it's like, that means there's been a precedent. Like oh, no, they need I to know. say, yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, please. If you want to do that, use the rag. And then if I'm dirty, just throw me away. And it's each time I've seen it in different hotels on different ends of the country, uh, there'll be like a poetic note with it where I'm like, if you took this out of context, it would be such a great poem. (laughs) Like like a personified towel is amazing. So good. Anyway, yeah, towel. I just think about all, like, what are people up to with the towels? I would clean so much. Like, I would I would love a fresh towel every day. I would take two showers a day. I would wash my sheets every other day if it wasn't so terrible for the environment. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm a slob, but, like... Not. Oh, I'm for sure a slob. <laughs> if we need a spectrum of perspectives, we've got that. Uh, should we do Pupo of the Week? Yeah. Pupo. <laughs> Papo, papo, papo. Emma, says it. Pop, papo, pop, papo. She's a papo. Total papo. Really interesting kid. All right, Emma, who's your papo? I was telling my walking tour today about the podcast and the concept <laughs> of papos, 
And then they all pulled out their phones and tried to convince me that their dog was going to be oh, the puppo. So lucky! It was very cool. This is a good job. But then, but then the cab came, so I didn't get to like fully see all of these dogs. And one person was like furiously scrolling, like, "No, no, it's going to be whenever I get to the. It's going to be my. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a golden doodle. It'll be <laughs> so. But then I only saw this one picture of a snout, and even by the snout, I was pretty convinced that this was a very, very cute dog. You can tell. Uh, but it was just like it was like. 90% brownie gray kind of nose right there and just I was like well that's your that's your wallpaper on your phone you've committed I like that <laughs> I like that a lot about this this is right here so, so your puppo's just a snout yeah just this a snout. is a first time it's just a snout of a dog I've got a I mean it's kind of like <laughs> I mean uh, by contrast I was like it's very like you know not I don't know what the rest of the dog was my other puppo was sitting out in a, uh, the top floor of a balcony above my basement uh, and then we were I was like I could see so far and we could just see into it was at night we could just see into the apartment of a very attractive man who was Ooh. getting ready for bed Ooh. and it was like yeah it was just the greatest and <laughs> what made me more uncomfortable it was like he was just they were so normal there was like really attractive guy and then he was just it was like a movie he was like a clean immaculate nice looking place and then he was just like fluffing a duvet and it was mm-hmm. a nice looking duvet and i was like everything about this is just a movie definitely a serial and i didn't killer. feel like a creep watching and then his <laughs> girlfriend one, emma <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about him but yeah sure totally. it's already been ruined gonna tell us about his stupid girlfriend oh yeah mm-hmm. no she came in and then we she changed and i saw it and i was like oh okay cool whoops <laughs> like there we go and then cool, they were whoops. really they were really <laughs> normal though that was the thing i was like if i change like I'm you a- get stuck in your shirt with all those elbows of yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> or all like, over i'll like look for to sleep on the floor on my back and i'll like dance but there's not music so it's like, like- <laughs> just dancing because you're naked yeah mostly yeah. just or like i crack my back i don't know something i saw you so crack just, your back in the kitchen that's a wild move you've got going yeah i can real i can bend real far back there because yeah. there's a lot of back to crack so you get a full <laughs> you have extra vertebrae arch yeah it's a lot of work so more of a drawbridge situation <laughs> yeah so that was it just like the most innocent and then the the, the most sinister puppet. i like that yeah juxtaposition it's great mm-hmm. also saw a picture on the bus <laughs> Of a of a real estate agent in Vancouver whose name is Frank Puppo. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Remax yeah. People, did not know. People keep taking photos of that and sending it to me. I but it's get my phone out in time. P U P O. Not yeah. P-U-P-O. I think it's P P O. P U P O. Yes, that's his larval state. Jessica, do you have a Puppo? Oh fuck yes, I do. This is from tour. This just happened a week ago. We played at a house show. This is our one house show of tour. So. It's always my favorite because you show up there, you load your gear in and you're like, where am I sleeping? Let's get a bottle of wine. (laughs) It's so great. Uh, So the house had a cat, a kitten, a dog, a puppy and a bearded dragon. Yeah. Uh, So the bearded dragon, her name was CeeLo and she was seven years old and she was inherited by the, the tenants of the house from the previous roommates um but she was like usually in that sort of situation you're like does anyone know how to take care of this animal but she was super happy and she had this huge like terrarium with a hot rock and a light and so as soon as we got there i was like i want to meet the bearded dragon i want to meet the bearded dragon because i've never i've never met one i've never had like a relationship with a reptile (laughs) uh and it it exceeded any expectations i had so 
one of the roommates grabbed her and just immediately plopped her on me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I still have my purse on. Like, we, let's let's do this slow. But she loves, Take like, easy. snuggling into your neck. Oh, and man. she looks like she's got spikes, but it, they're just really soft. soft. It's like how my hedgehog used to be. Like, you know, she's relaxed. They sort of lay flat. And so I was wearing – I was actually wearing the dress that I'm wearing now. And I was wearing leggings. So it's for the listener. It's a floral print. And then I was wearing bright pink leggings with pineapples on them. And so I laid down on the couch and she sort of crawled around all over me. And she went down onto my legs and she tried to eat all the pineapples (laughs) because she thought it was fruit and she's so smart. Uh, So it didn't hurt or anything. Just her little soft tongue would come out and try. And then she'd just be like, "Mm," and she'd come back up to the top part of me and then she'd try again on the other leg <laughs> it was so <laughs> cute i have i have a little video of it so i'll post that so nice i loved her so much and i kept like we would play the show and i'd be like well we've got some time to kill now i'm gonna go hang out with CeeLo again and i just go be with her and i'd be <laughs> like song so beautiful it, i really felt like the mother of dragons yes. even though i wasn't riding her she was riding me <laughs> Was it CeeLo Green? Was that the joke? I guess. She's seven years old, so... Was, I feel like CeeLo Green was he popular that. seven years? I mean, I've never heard CeeLo in any other context. Yeah. But it's weird because it's a girl. But anyway. It's a pretty name. Yeah, it worked for her. That's really good. Also, a shout out to Mabel, the seven-month-old puppy who's there. Mabel. Really good dog. She loved jumping on people. And then there's a year-and-a-half dog named tiger i'll post photos of all of them they're really I'm good. very excited what about you my pepo is a spider that's <laughs> currently terrorizing the office the spider's name is toes toes my coworker, <laughs> uh slash friend Alyssa, call thought about calling him legs and then i think right away she said or toes. And I was like, toes is so funny because he would have so many toes if he had eight <laughs> legs. So I was like, toes it is. So we saw him on Monday and he didn't look that big because he was against a gray flower pot and he's kind of grayish brown. And then the very next day, and oh, I don't like these spiders at all. Like I have only learned recently that they don't bite. They're huge. They're called wolf spiders, but yeah. I researched them and they may be actually called hobo spiders. And some people think they're poisonous, but they're not. Um, if they bite, it's just a bite. They but, do bite. But they're furry. They're big. They're stick-like. They're kind of furry. They're, they're kind of scary. There's nothing like them where I come from. So the first time I saw one, my brain melted. <laughs> um, so he was in the office again yesterday afternoon. So I took a saucer that I have my teacup on, and I gently pushed him out the front door. And then we closed the door on him, and he was just standing outside looking at me. <laughs> He's so mad. He's like, I'm, that's my house. <laughs> and then we're all like, okay, good. The spider's gone. And then our coworker comes back, opens the door, and he flies back in. He's like, fuck you guys. This is my house. So I get my saucer out again. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get you out. But the distance between the door and where he was at, now he was like really into the office. So he hid. Um, and then we discovered his nest. He has this really intricate nest that he's built in a window frame that runs along the whole length of the office. <laughs> And people in the office are scared of him. But I've kind of leveraged that fear for personal gain. (laughs) I have started to consider not killing him. I don't really want him to be killed. Don't kill him. Uh, So I'm happy that he is hiding. 
And then a coworker who's on vacation saw me the post on Facebook because I've been updating people about it. I'm sure they don't care. Um, and I she's care. like, did you hear the spider story? And I was like, mm-mm. She's like, ask, ask everyone about what happened with the spider and with me. And so I asked everybody and they're like, oh yeah, Christy starts screaming in the bathroom. And we, then Steve from the warehouse caught him and released him into the back, into the back part of the parking lot. And so she, I wrote her again and she's like, did you find out the story? I'm like, yeah, what's your side of the story? And she tells me this, she's like, this spider attacked me. And then (laughs) don't you worry, Steve took care of him. And I was like, no, Steve just released him. And now he's back in the office. It's fucking toes. (laughs) Toes is back and he's going to get you. Um, So I'm really on team toes. Yeah. And uh, I guess she's pulled a few pranks. So no one's super sympathetic to her fear of spiders, but also everyone's afraid of him. But I'm afraid of him too, but don't want him to die. And after I researched him, I went to the grocery store and was out of like dairy I had no milk. I had no cheese left and anything. So instead of buying what I'd normally buy, I bought vegan cheese, uh, coconut milk, and tofu for dinner. Because I was like, he's that smart. We've got no business drinking milk. <laughs> and then I went home and made the worst macaroni and cheese ever. What does Ooh, milk have to do with spiders? Yeah, no, I've been researching milk. It's really <laughs> bad news. So that's a very. I'm very sorry. That was an extremely long story. No, but it was also only, like Hansel and Gretel, where yeah. they're like, "We'll take you out, and we won't actually kill you, and then you'll come back." He came back in, and he's like, "Give." He was moving so fast. It's, he, I he, think it's the time of year. This time of year is when they start. It seems yeah. even a bit earlier, but I noticed like the late fall. Global warming, man. <laughs> totally toes is just the don't shoot the messenger he's just letting us know and i think he's a hobo spider or a wolf spider because he's quite big he's like this big like three inches in diameter the first day including legs i was back from uh tour the first time i opened my balcony door the first thing that happened the spider ran immediately at me and like ran up my leg and i was like whoa 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 no and i had to grab it like 10 times and put it outside and it immediately just kept running straight for the inside so i don't know they're like something bad's coming oh no what if they're trying to tell us something yeah, what's the avalanche story of the, spider. <laughs> the avalanche, the avalanche. <laughs> spider avalanche is happening what i also love about your story is that you think it's all one spider because yeah. i think you're just infested with spiders well that's the other thing i know about these spiders is if there's one there's many yeah and usually it's this time of year that they start moving inside and i've lived in basement suites before um, and this is a ground level uh, office building but i just love how he waited outside until the door opened again just like a dog or a cat would yeah i also love that you said he was standing and i was like is the spider standing or sitting <laughs> it's hard it's hard to I guess know. they're always standing yeah but like do they sit do they put their body down on when the they're ground? Yeah. Is when they're hanging by a take thread. a rest when do you yeah, when, when they you sit do you think they sit like horses sit Oh, like with all their legs to one side. Yeah. <laughs> or they or all underneath them. They roll and it's crazy. Like yeah. all, It's like a little pom-pom. What do spiders do for fun? <sighs> Cartoon spiders are the only thing I can picture right now. I'm like, well, they're clearly sitting on a toadstool with their legs crossed, two pairs of them, and drinking tea, two sets of them. Oh. Like that's obviously what's happening. Oh. I'd be surprised. Realizing television influences how I think. <laughs> 
The perfect amount of marijuana. <laughs> the right amount. <laughs> I only smoke the right amount. Um, Emma, so you have a couple of shows that you work on. It's you true. have Blanket for it. Yes. And is that a monthly show in Vancouver? It is. Next one is uh, the first Tuesday of every month. So the next one will be September 6th. And it's a uh, really cool show. It's yeah. interactive. Yeah. So what happens is... I bring all of the blankets. You don't have to bring blankets. Don't bring blankets. Uh, and <laughs> we, uh, we make like a 30-person blanket for it in the Astoria, which is a delightful dive bar. Uh, and then we get inside. We put up non-denominational holiday lights. It's very cozy. And then comedians tell jokes and stories. Uh, Paul Fenz plays a piano. Oh, He'll cool. usually bring it in uh, and like we'll make the fort around him while he plays Sesame Street songs. And uh, that's about... That's about what's up. It's it's a silly fun time. And it's it's a free thing. That sounds like a really fun time. Yeah, it's a really beautiful idea. Yeah. I like interactive comedy. Yeah. And you just very successfully toured Rape is Real and Everywhere. Yeah. A great show. Very moving show. Very funny show, surprisingly. <laughs> um, it gets you most it of the odds. <laughs> but yeah. you and Heather Jordan-Ross has created this wonderful show where survivors of sexual uh, violence uh, talk about their experiences and they're often comedians and uh, yeah will you be doing that show again you're not sure I mean it seems like a lot a lot would go into putting on a show like that yeah it was uh, it was amazing that we got to tour it across the country and everyone all across the country was so supportive in like so many different ways people came from like if they missed the show in Ottawa came down like some people drove to Montreal (gasps) Like it was nuts. Wow. People came up and like said nice things after the show and like shared their stories. And it was a really, really cool. There was people who'd be like, oh, it's hard to do the audio at this venue. Like I see you're at this venue. I'll just help and like volunteer. And like, so people were like, you, you seem a little overwhelmed. We're just going to make this possible. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad I have no poker face. This is really working out. So yeah, Heather's the best. And all of the comedians across the country who did it were super good. And uh, then I took a little two-month break to just be like, okay, no one needs to tell me about this just for like a little while. Yeah, talking about it all the time has <laughs> got to be so hard. It was it was up front. But it was, you know, it's like, it was that kind of thing where like, well, straight up, it's an honor. And straight up, I'm going to nap now. So <laughs> all the up and up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, will, I will nap hard. Uh, and so we're, uh, the, the goal is to come uh come together and do a podcast in the future and then see how the show goes and i'm still not 100 percent, so we're sort of figuring things out but uh yeah it's rape is real dot oh my gosh is it dot ca or dot com google rape is real and uh, that should be the thing that comes up <laughs> and, or there'll yeah. just be some guy be like no it's not yeah men's <laughs> rights <laughs> show me show me science we got so little of that though like really if like you're coming at something from a personal perspective people are like hey okay you do you and we we ran into lucy de, de couture in halifax she didn't come to the show i had a friend who sang an opera song a comedy opera song about her Whoa. Uh, which is cool and then she, like, I saw her right after the show, because Halifax, you're like, we're, we're right around the Mexicali Roses. Oh, uh, yeah. It's great. That's full that. circle. Frozen and, ice cream. <laughs> full, it's Wait, the best. Deep fried ice cream. Deep fried. Well, it was, but it was frozen also. Yeah, Otherwise, so it's good. real hard to deep fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just ran into her, and I was like, you, have a beer with us. Like, you took so much heat, uh, like, you know, for just going through that trial that we were able to go through and laugh and... I recently just read Lindy um, Lindy West's book, yeah. and she talks about just like the privilege of being able to be a funny woman. And I was like, "Yeah, man! Like, 
if you're actually going to face some stuff and then still retain your humor, that's a real, that's a real tightrope yeah, walk. That's amazing. So that's why podcasts are dope and yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, know, somebody in the, the Vancouver Comedy Forum said, I don't, said something about how it was a woman, how like this feminist streak in comedy right now. And I was like, you wouldn't be able to do comedy yeah. if it wasn't for feminism. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I've sort of taken a little break. You gotta take yeah. breaks. You take I take naps on different things. I'm like, yeah, oh, napping nap. in that part of my life. Napping <laughs> just take selective nap, yeah. blinders all over the place. <laughs> Jessica, if people want to find you, uh hit up twitter.com slash chimalicious. Uh I'm really I'm napping on Twitter right now. Gotta actually. do it sometimes. Yeah, I really took a break from social media while I was on tour. Uh, I guess just if you want to know where we're playing next, go to the JR and her Facebook page, buy our album on Bandcamp. Mm, such a good album. Uh, Jay's phone number's in a song. Don't call it. <laughs> don't call it. Text it. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. will send you. Text it. Text it. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> if you text oh, him and wrong. you aren't super scary about it, he will send you a personalized emoticon. Oh, well, that's what he does. That's so cool. That's real nice. He's he's been really like a little bit of like an avant-garde emoticon creator, <laughs> like since the beginning of emoticons. It's a beautiful man. <laughs> he's a special horse boy. Yes. <laughs> um, if you guys love the podcast, leave us a good rating on iTunes. Uh, if you don't love the podcast, hey, thanks for listening. We do this for free. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to share your puppos with us on our Facebook group, Retail Nightmares Podcast, uh, please do. And thanks so much for sharing your worst presents and for listening. Uh, we love you. Bye. Au revoir. Bye.